0: welcome back guys this week's podcast is brought to you by audible head over to audible slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook hey maybe you can find a book that talks about smoking meats maybe you can be the next smoke master like johnny What's going on everybody welcome back to jumbled your favorite podcast about nothing i'm zach and i'm johnny <laughs> don't turn it down
1: what down?
0: this entire time like five minutes before we started recording the actual podcast you've been an insane runaway train dude i have not been able to stop you at all and then you just uh, you tuned it in like you're on an npr podcast dude what are you doing I'm br-
1: bringing the professionalism to this bitch
0: i guess yeah how you doing man
1: i'm good i i'm running on a pretty sweet high right now of I had a pretty busy Monday, Tuesday,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I bailed on the gym yesterday, and I'm partially disappointed in myself, but also glad that I did it because Al's traveling for work again. Oh, yeah. And I'm not going to see her until the weekend, mm. and I thought about it, and I was like, I just I just want to hang out with my wife, you know? Yeah. Um, speaking of, I just realized that I don't know where my wedding ring is.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good.
1: Oh, fuck. Um,
0: You're screwed, man.
1: I'll figure that one out. And then uh, today I was so tired and just mentally drained. And the thought of getting up and going to the gym and getting beaten on for an hour and a half, two hours, just did not seem like a good idea. And uh, I got my ass there and I had a great time. And I'm proud of myself. And I feel better. And I know that. It's just yeah. the mental game, right? Where I know that... Once I get there, I'm gonna have a good time and I'm gonna be happy. I'm Mm. gonna feel great when I come home. Yeah. But I just I couldn't just couldn't fucking get there. And then I did. And and now you get to deal with the consequences.
0: (laughs) Now you're feeling just just spectacular, and here I am trying to. You're like a bull. Like you're sort of like a bull, and I have a lasso on just like on a leg. Like I caught your (laughs) leg. But you're you're just too powerful for me to try to.
1: It's true. I'm a beast. I am very an on or off person. I do not have a a cruise control or a mid range performance. I'm yeah. either dead to the world or I'm exploding and I'm all over the place.
0: You're Shaquille O'Neal or you're Steph Curry. You're not you're not like a like a Victor Oladipo or a
1: No, I'm I'm awake and doing everything I can at once or I'm sitting on the couch covered in Cheetos,
0: <laughs> which isn't
1: true. I actually haven't had Cheetos in a long time, though I did have a sweet, sweet, sweet cheat day on Saturday. Tell um, me all about it, dude. Oh my gosh, man. So I went with the cheat day option instead of just the cheat meal because, I don't know, I just said, fuck it.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, well,
1: I don't even remember all that I ate, but I ate so much So much food. Oh, so Saturday, Allie and I had a bona fide lazy day. Yeah. Meaning she made me promise that I will not schedule anything and that we will sit and have no plans. The plan was to have no plans all day Saturday. I like that. Um, So we got up and had dim sum Mm -hmm. for breakfast. And I, in classic John fashion, overate on dim sum. Um, cool. but I was there and it's so good and you know, I kind of felt that it wasn't that bad for you because it's a lot of shrimp and you sure know, steamed stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, steam makes everything healthy. Healthy. You could, you could yeah. steam a Snickers bar and that thing is like eating kale.
1: Well, a little technically if it melts all the chocolate off and then you're just eating the nuts and the nougaties, then you're good to go. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's totally how that works, but it, no, you know it what is. I mean.
0: It's science. It's science.
1: It's science. Um, and then we got back and we started watching uh, the Jack Ryan show on Amazon Prime.
0: I've not watched it yet. I've been meaning it's to good. get into that. Yeah,
1: it's good. I liked it a lot. And we wanted snacks, so then I ate a bag of chips and a giant bag of uh, mini Reese cups. My man, that
0: that sounds like a perfect afternoon, dude.
1: It was pretty fantastic. And then I basically ate every piece of fruit I could find in my house, which doesn't really count as a cheat day, but it kind of does for me because fruit is basically just sugar and carbs and I try and avoid both those things.
0: Sure. I Yeah, I think with, with any kind of sugar, even natural sugars, it's sort of, I mean, and I don't follow this rule at all, but it's probably best in moderation like anything, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. And then to top it off, um so a guy at my gym his dad owns a pizza place that's not too far from 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 our house about 10 minute drive we're just outside of the delivery zone which really pisses me off oh that sucks because i did not want to go out and pick up food but i i wanted to support you know a small local business and he was hyping up the pizza and i wanted to like you know support a buddy um so Ali and I ordered two medium pizzas, a large Greek salad, and I got the biggest doner, or gyro. I don't okay. think you know what donaires are, but no, basically a gyro okay. um, that they had, and I crushed it all. <laughs> Dang, dude! I ate an entire medium pizza it's and a, s- a large doner.
0: <laughs> Saturday was a uh, was a day for the ages. Then would you I say? gained
1: six pounds in one day.
0: <laughs> atta, atta boy, oh, man.
1: i was drinking orange juice i i just i let it all go it was yeah, beautiful man.
0: that's awesome
1: but it's all good you know i got my shit together on sunday yeah. and you know i've been working out and yesterday i didn't go to the gym but i worked out at home in the morning i did, mm-hmm. did my morning routine so which is great but then it also kind of helps justify the oh, i don't have to go to the gym i kind of worked out this morning yeah. Um. And I basically have lost it all again. So. But I've hit this weird plateau at 209 pounds, which is really pissing me off.
0: Are you Are uh, you trying to get sub sub two bills? I trying? would
1: like I would like to hit 195. Yeah. Um. Just because I haven't been under 200 pounds since university, mm. and 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 I'm kind of going against the thing that I always said to people when they asked me to to personally train them and i was like don't worry about your weight care about how you look um so my body fat percentage is getting pretty pretty low mm-hmm. um so and that's continuing to go down so i keep telling myself that my weight isn't going down but my body fat percentage is going down and my abs are starting to come in yeah
0: yeah, um, muscle.
1: yeah. but there's part of me that just really wants to get to 195
0: you start doing a lot of uh just a lot D- don't of, uh, say the running. c word
1: Ugh. a lot Oof. of
0: cardio I do you? a lot
1: of cardio the gym so jiu-jitsu is is a lot more cardio than I think people realize yeah it's mostly cardio um so I get a decent amount of cardio and my morning routine is kettlebells and push-ups and sit-ups so there's cardio in the kettlebell and stuff um yeah. I just i can't bring myself to run but I walk like I'll walk the dogs or i'll go for a walk if I don't yeah. get a full lunch break, I'll walk like 15 minutes outside around the building or something just to clear my head. Yeah. Um, and just my diet, getting my diet on point. I'm pretty calorie restrictive. Yeah.
0: I and mean, it's that's... getting,
1: I'm improving visually. Yeah. I'm improving. I need to get over the scale thing. Mm-hmm. The scale thing was really important when I first started cutting down because it was a, a pretty clear indicator of dropping fat. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've, I've kind of plateaued weight wise, but I'm getting. Leaner and leaner, so it's not a bad thing. I just have this stupid I want to be one ninety five goal.
0: Yeah, and I mean, uh, I don't. I I'm definitely the wrong person to to talk about this, but you know, you do have to feel good about, like you said, about how you look. I think that's that's most of it is not getting too into your head about a number, and just mm-hmm. sort of be just be satisfied with with what what's getting yeah. reflected back to you. I think well, you
1: know me; important. I'm obsessive. Oh, I know. So I, I weigh myself four times a day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had your you had your hedge clippers out. You were clipping off your toes earlier, dude. I was like, "What are yep. you doing?" You're like, "Fastest way, man, cutting weight, dude."
1: There yeah. is uh, there are some jujitsu tournaments coming up in the fall,
0: mm-hmm. and that's I think
1: that's part of it that I wanted to compete at at 195. If I was going to compete, mm-hmm. um, though, at the end of the day. Typically, they start merging weight classes depending on how many people um, register to compete. So, I very well could come in at one ninety five and be wrestling with people who are, you know, two hundred twenty. Yeah. So it's not really a huge a huge issue. It's just a little personal goal, but I'll get there. Steroids.
0: There you go. There you go. Like uh, like Leary said, you know, everybody does it. You know, especially in bodybuilding.
1: Mm-hmm. I've, I've actually sent some things to Larry, Have um, you... some questions of, there's a guy at my gym who is a, a bodybuilder and, and he sent me some stuff to help with my shoulders, not steroids, but just different things. So I've been <laughs> bouncing you some, some stuff, some links to some things that I just, I don't want to do needles. And I, no, so yeah. the more research that I do the the irony is I always thought needles were more serious, but it's actually better for your body to, to do needles. Mm. Um, Your body processes the the steroids better. Um, It's not as hard on your internal organs. So everything that I read and my buddy at my gym um, are all saying, you know, if you want to do something, it's better if you do it through an injection than orally.
0: Sure. And I just
1: I don't want to make I don't want to take that step. You know, I feel that's getting into the dirty zone. But there are some cool recovery Injections that you can do which would help with my my back and my neck issues mm-hmm. um, So I've been kind of toying around with that, but okay. I don't think Ali would support me doing Any more needlework than I am already just with draining yeah. my ear Oh, Though you're still part, going with that? Oh, man, it was good for a little while and then It got ruptured again. So I'm back on the draining routine. Oh, Although wow. today I went to the gym and we only have, you know, there's maybe like half a milliliter in there. So it's pretty, not too bad. Uh, So I don't know if you saw, but I was on the news last Thursday.
0: You know, that's what, uh, that's what I did. Well, obviously I didn't see it, but you sent me, uh, you sent me something on, uh, on Snapchat. And, uh,
1: oh yeah, I uh, was checking out the, uh, The Aston Martin that was there and the the show home. It's for the lottery. So my work does a uh, a cash and cars lottery. Uh Um, So I was doing a news bit for it, which was pretty cool. Um, But I went to the gym the night before and got punched in the face. (laughs) So I had a busted up lip on my left side and then my ear got really badly bruised so i drained it but it was still kind of purplish you could tell (laughs) so i show up and the camera guy is like walking me through the steps and talking about um the camera angles and the shots and what what questions they're gonna ask me and he's looking at me he's like so which side is your good side and (laughs) who beat the piss out of you I was like, oh man, like my lips busted. There is no
0: good side. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's like, you couldn't have, couldn't have, you know, hurt both sides, the same side on of your face. You had to go for both. (laughs) I was like, hey man. So they did some good, some good uh, camera angles, and uh, you couldn't really tell with the lighting, and they didn't obviously zoom in on my face, which I was grateful for, regardless of whether or not. But uh, it was a pretty interesting experience. My uh, first TV experience.
0: Yeah, I you know, I've been on the news before, but I haven't it wasn't me getting interviewed. It was that I saw the news like the news people pulling up and I was one of those people that are just trolling in the background. Oh nice. Yeah. But it was it was like a very like covert troll. Like I
1: Oh, you're not the guy who started the grabber in the pussy trend? I thought that was you for some <laughs> reason.
0: No. No, I, no, I'm not saying grab her by the pussy. Uh, no, I'm not doing that. But uh, I was just walking back and forth. like, like <laughs> Just out, trying to get like, as much, in, much TV like, time. Yep, across the entire way. And then I would like stop, and then I would turn around. And I must have done it like 10 or so times. So I was, I'm certain that people were like, that guy's just... Walking back and you forth, are,
1: you never know, right? Editing because the camera might you might think that the camera guy is far away or has a like a panoramic shot, oh, but true. they're really zoomed in on the person. So, yeah. going back and forth really maximizes the chances of you actually being in the shot. So, good job, yeah.
0: You know, and that's I, how uh,
1: you got famous.
0: <laughs> that's it, and yep. that's
1: how you started your My Free Cam's career,
0: yep. And that's why uh, half a dozen people regularly watch me porky-pigging it during the podcast. (laughs) God, dude. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if I was like, oh, hold on, my stream crashed. I gotta gotta get that back up mid-podcast recording.
1: Stand up and there's just a little mushroom cap floating around.
0: You're like, Zach, why is your shoulder all shaky, dude? Like, don't worry about it.
1: Dude, man, the under-the-table camera has got to catch these action shots.
0: <laughs> I'm working it's... here, dude.
1: Double dipping, eh? Look <laughs> at you.
0: Yeah, man. Um, So do you ever get on Reddit?
1: No, I hate Reddit. Okay. I avoid Reddit at all costs. Al loves Reddit, and I get mad at her for getting mad at reading Reddit because I know it's just a cesspool of negativity and garbage and people who think they're like internet tough people i hate it i fucking hate it
0: i don't really care about the comments i go for the content (sighs) excuse me excuse me big yawn um i go for the content so i went uh on it's just funny it's just uh reddit slash r slash funny and this uh picture (laughs) this picture says how how to Murder Your Husband Author Arrested for Murdering Husband. Wow.
1: <laughs> wow. You literally wrote a book about how to do it and then did it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope that has that book sold out? It better not have sold
0: out. Clearly, it's not a good how to do it book. I don't know. I mean she this got busted, is busted, right? Yeah. Like,
1: come on. Come yeah. on, lady. So I'm Be looking better.
0: I'm on the uh the Oregonian uh which is the newspaper coming out of Portland I think but yeah so apparently she uh she's a it was a romance mystery novel is what mm. is what her the novel was um <laughs> but she she was suspected of gunning down her chef husband in a P- Portland culinary school 68 years old dude can you imagine <laughs>
1: How long were they married for? Did it say?
0: Uh, twenty-seven years.
1: Wow, she waited twenty-seven years. So I'm pretty sure that if Al is gonna murder me, it will happen in the first. It would have happened by now.
0: Yeah, you'd be. I've, I've already. pushed.
1: I've pushed every envelope possible with that woman, and she <laughs> has patience like yeah. no one else. Yeah, I'm uh... also really good at just hiding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You are. You're (laughs) able to squeeze yourself into little bitty spots.
1: Did you know that I have fit through a hole the size of a piece of paper? When? Eight and a half by 11. When I was real big. So the summer or the year before I actually came to Graceland. Wow, really? Yeah. How'd you do that? Uh, So I was in trades and I was doing confined space, uh, rescue and safety training. Okay. And that was part of the final exam was that you had to get yourself through a hole the size that was, it was eight, eight and a half by 12. So it was a yeah. like one inch bigger, but, um, wow. or eight by 12 or something. But yeah, it was basically the size of a piece of paper.
0: Yeah. You were a big boy. I mean, even your hair was, was
1: I had some crazy hair then too. Gigant, I uh, I looked at a picture on Facebook, at, like one of the memories came up, uh-huh. and it was a picture of me in freshman year, and I and we were going to play I.M.s, and I, I think it was football or something, and I was standing in the hallway. I think I was looking at my phone, and Joe took a picture or you took a picture uh-huh. of just the hallway. Yeah. Uh, wow, I came a long ways. I sh- sure have. I blossomed man. into a beautiful swan.
0: We were all terrified of you. Start.
1: <laughs> my first, my first, uh, like meetings or not even meetings, like run ins with Joe. Because I went, I went early for soccer and I was not prepared for Iowa heat in August. Oh, yeah, and dying. And then I didn't know the lounge was a thing until Joe must have been cleaning it out or someone went in there and didn't close the door. And I, <laughs> so I walked by this room. Well, oh, there's like these couches. And there's a fucking AC unit in here. Yeah. So I didn't know any better. So I was just sleeping in there every fucking chance I got. <laughs> and I was in there sleeping. And the first time Joe Joe came in and he was, I think he was giving someone a tour of the house. Like a oh, parent or something. No. And I'm in my shorts, <laughs> no shirt, just flat out, just on the couch, pillow, blanket, AC blasting. And Joe comes in and he kind of stops halfways. And he's like, oh, um, you can't sleep in here, bud. And I didn't know who he was. And I was like, yeah, whatever, man. And just like sh- waved my hand at him to like piss off.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and that's how it all began, dude. And
1: that's how it began.
0: That's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: And now I beat the piss out of Joe and Ping Pong on a regular oh, basis. Oh,
0: God. And he just, he just texted us like, oh, what he was, was it? He was fired up. Over the weekend, he's like, God damn it, Johnny, you can't claim those as wins. Did I and not I call it? I knew it. I, I knew it. everything he would say. Yep, I knew it. I knew it. And he's going to have something to say about this, too. We really need just need to get Joe back on here. You guys can just hash it out live well, on the air. I,
1: Allie and I need to find a time to come to KC, and then we'll go to Graceland, <laughs> Yep, and... Back on original neutral court, we'll get a table with a nice net. We'll drag it into the Americas rooms, and we'll move all the desks that are in there now because I don't give a shit. (laughs) And we'll live stream it for all of our listeners and viewers.
0: We used to run this shit.
1: That honestly, when when last time I was there, it was almost almost a year ago. Because I was there in November.
0: Yeah, I haven't been in a long while.
1: Um. Yeah, I was there in in November, and uh, yeah, we just, Joe, we got so many funny looks of just students, freshmen, just looking at us and giving us that look of, who the fuck are these old guys, and why are they playing ping pong in suits as we're slowly (laughs) stripping down to our undershirts?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's right, you guys met up there, that's right, it was homecoming.
1: No, it was was for Brad Carr.
0: Oh, that's right, that's right. i i
1: I have not been to homecoming and it makes me so sad and every year i say i'm gonna go to homecoming Mm -hmm. and every year something comes up yeah like this year i was gonna go to homecoming and it's my grandfather's 80th birthday so i'm going out to the farm to see him yeah Um,
0: you can't skip that
1: but that might have to change if i ever stop being a lazy piece of shit um, I got nominated to apply for the uh, alumni board. Oh, nice. So I need to do that, but I've just been so busy. And part yeah. of the obligations are you have to go to homecoming.
0: Oh, yeah, because they have their alumni board meeting or whatever, the the annual meeting. Yeah.
1: Meeting. So I I was talking to, uh, to Nikki because she's on it about what it's like and what she's working on, and it sounds pretty cool. I just, I don't know. I have so much shit going on. I've actually been thinking about – cutting some things in my life, some volunteer stuff that I'm doing mm-hmm. to, uh, to one, just relax. Yeah. Um, and then to make some room for hopefully the alumni board. If, if I get accepted and I apply, but you never know. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. So Joe, anytime buddy, you know where I live now, <laughs> you fly on in, I'll move that ping pong table to anywhere you want. There. No complaints. with like, I will set up floodlights for you. I will get new new balls.
0: No alcohol. Nobody gets any alcohol. You both yeah. get.
1: Don't they... blame me for your addiction to booze. I'm just kidding. Joe's not addicted to booze. <laughs> he's but not. He's addicted to pills. I will say.
0: No, he's not addicted to pills. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> Joe, if you want, I'll give you my steroid regimen so you can catch there up physically. Go. There you um, go. You just look the... like
0: you just need to work on your arm like a Quagmire in that episode of Family Guy where he discovers porn.
1: Oh, <laughs> he's just... <laughs> super jacked on one a side
0: fucking massive arm that's what Joe needs to do yep
1: go into training Joey pop by um, that shit speaking of alcohol fun Johnny fact mm-hmm. I am 52 days sober
0: congratulations buddy
1: thanks man I, I got super lame about it and actually got an app that uh, keeps track for you and sends you little like hey you're doing a good
0: job that's awesome um, dude um, is that just for um, health purposes?
1: Yeah, general physical and, and mental health. And yeah. it, I I go off and not, I shouldn't say off and on with drinking. I did quit drinking for an entire year once and it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but with my stress levels go up, my, my go-to is eating and drinking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like a casual beer when I came home or, you know whiskey became two or three and then i was just like this is not not good in many ways and sure. i want to get rid of this and it was giving me some headaches and stuff too like not hangover headaches yeah um i might have developed some kind of weird alcohol allergy
0: hmm.
1: um, so since i've stopped drinking it's actually really helped with with my migraines and stuff so that's awesome it's been man. been pretty cool don't get me wrong there are days where I absolutely crave it. Yeah. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's kind of cool. Just keep going. I'm not saying I'll never drink again, but right now I'm enjoying the benefits. And
0: Well, and it's not like you're a full-blown addict or something. It's not like you were wasting all of your money on alcohol. You know what I'm no. saying? No. Like... Yeah,
1: I was, I was a high-functioning alcoholic for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I honestly i don't even know when the last time i had a drink was i don't i like i we have alcohol in the house but i'm not Mm -hmm. one to just go take a shot you know what i'm saying like i have to have like a and i'm not a beer guy so i don't go out and and get beer yeah um so i like to have a nice uh a nice cocktail or something like that but I just don't, that's fair. I don't make it that often. So I'd, I'd I actually don't, I cannot tell you when the last time I had a drink was.
1: And that's not a bad thing. I, I like beer on in summers. Um, I, I miss having a, a nice bottle of wine with Allie at dinner. Yeah. Um, but I'm a whiskey guy and I would drink my whiskey neat. Um, so I would drink a lot of it neat, but, uh, Right before I decided or we came across, I came across this, my doctor basically saying you should stop drinking. Um, We bought so much booze for our basement because we have a a kitchen set up in the basement.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Like a wine fridge. And I bought, I was building my whiskey collection because I was drinking it all the time. Um, And then we had the wedding. So there's literally probably 10 bottles of wine and God knows how much hard liquor and a hundred beers sitting in our basement right now, just, just taunting me.
0: Oh, dang dude. Well, yeah. And
1: I got a sweet bottle of absinthe that Al brought back for me from I've never BC. I've never had that. Oh, I love it. Before. Yeah. You have to like black licorice. That's the.
0: Yeah. See, I'm not, I can, and I can't do Jaeger either for that same I'm reason. I'm not a big
1: fan of Jaeger, but I love black. I like, I love absinthe. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's the Dutch in me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs>
0: there you go. I've never been a, a black licorice guy.
1: Oh, Tiger Tail ice cream.
0: <laughs> tiger Tail, dude. Oh, oh
1: I could go for some Tiger Tail right now.
0: Mm. Yeah. You know what? I've got a I've got a tub of Toll House uh, cookie dough upstairs. Mm. I might go digging into that. Just chocolate chip. So
1: nice. I uh I did not eat and i'm going to make a steak after this episode
0: wow doing it late
1: uh yeah i eat weird i'm a weird eater
0: are you on at like a <clears throat> plus 3 meals a day sort of thing or are no, you I'm, are you just I'm doing fasting. three square oh you're doing fast okay
1: yeah so okay. i'm trying to string together typically 16 hours and then 24 hours 16 and 24 But I'm stringing together back to back 24-hour days, so this will be. Wow. It makes food so much better, dude.
0: I'm sure. Oh my god. I'm sure. Do but is it harder to control how much you eat at that point? Then you know, Uh, I mean, if you go a whole a whole day without eating, and then you and then you eat, like I feel like I would just like eat myself into like a stomach ache. Like,
1: yeah, you do have some flexibility because essentially you can take in 2000 calories in one meal, mm-hmm. right? So, or whatever you're, whatever you're trying to limit your calories sure. to. Um, so I'm sitting between 1700 and 2000 a day, depending on my activity level. Oh. Um, so you can have a pretty big meal and it, it's encouraged to eat decently well because it has to last you through the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of it too is just stomach shrinking. So, and getting out of habitual eating. So I, I think I've mentioned this before, but 1130 comes and my body is telling me, you've got to get ready for lunch. You're hungry, you're hungry, you're hungry.
0: Mm-hmm. And if
1: I can wait through that and distract myself until about 1231, I'm not hungry anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll drink some water and I mm-hmm. might have a, a cup of tea. Um, I could drink a lot of water and I'll have some tea. And if if I'm really really hungry or if i feel like i'm getting hangry i'll suck on a mint which is kind of cheating from the the true fast but Mm. it's still enough or i chew gum yeah um and then the same thing with dinner when i finally get to eat i get so excited to eat Mm -hmm. and then i you know eat half of whatever i make and then realize that okay i'm not really that hungry again so
0: that's weird man that's really strange um yeah
1: it's just i guess habit and routine and sure Shrinking your stomach and
0: sure, I could I could stand to do that. I did make a pretty bomb dinner though tonight. I uh, slow I did a put it in the slow roaster. I got a uh, a pork butt.
1: Put oh yeah the pork
0: butt in the slow roasters since like ten this morning, and uh, <clears throat> put some garlic and some onion flakes and uh, you know standard stuff on it, but that up, sounds chopped up, chopped up some apples threw it in there with it and then...
1: did you use apple cider vinegar
0: I didn't no I didn't put you
1: should in. when you slow roast pork use apple cider vinegar it'll help break down the tissue oh, okay. and, and it will and it will make it it'll help retain some of the the liquid oh, okay um, but it'll break down the tissue really really nicely so it'll be very very tender yeah just like a centimeter I typically when I do it in a slow roaster I just I put about you know three sixteenths to an and quarter inch of fluid on the of apple cider vinegar on the bottom
0: see i didn't put anything in i just i just let its own let itself cook in its own juices mm-hmm. and had a little bit of liquid from the cut up apples in there
1: yeah did you shred it
0: no no so we oh, yeah. so i pulled it out and then we just cut it into little. sliced it nicely little slices yeah And, uh, then had some steamed vegetables and some, uh, look
1: at you being all healthy and shit. That sounds amazing. You are making my mouth water,
0: (laughs) steamed vegetables. And then, uh, let's see, uh, baked potato. Mm. So it was, uh, it was really good, dude. It was actually really good. I was, I was proud of myself and I'm not, I'm no, I'm no chef. So it was, it was, Hey man, slow
1: cookers are awesome. You should, uh, at some point you should invest in
0: a, uh, a smoker. Let's stop to take a second to talk about our sponsor, Audible. Head over to slash jumbled and get your free 30 day trial and a free audiobook. The book that I'm going to recommend for the month of September is Sklars and Stripes. It's actually not an audiobook, it's an Audible original. So head over, check it out. The whole premise behind Sklars and Stripes. If you don't know, by the way, Randy and Jason Sklar, the Sklar brothers, they're. Uh, they are a comedic duo, they're they're twins. Um, if you haven't listened to their stuff before, also listen to that. But the whole premise of Sklar's and Stripes is they go around when they're when they're touring, they go around the city that they're visiting, and they pick up things to talk about, and they try to learn as much as they can about the city, and then they go up on stage and they open up with ten or so minutes of uh material that they've gathered from just Walking around the city and taking it all in uh, gives uh, gives a good insight into other parts of the country. And hey, if you're from whatever specific part of the country that you uh, you tune in for, um, it'll make you laugh as well. Randy and Jason Sklar are really funny guys. Would highly recommend this one. Uh, it's, you know, unabridged audiobook, six hours and 47 minutes, solid amount of time, and you get to keep it. You know, you get to keep it. It's free with a 30-day trial. And, uh, you know, hey, that's it. That's all I'm going to say, guys. Enjoy. AudibleTrial.com slash jumbled. Back to the podcast. It's the
1: slow cooker of the barbecue world.
0: Slow cooker of the barbecue world.
1: Oh, man, it's a game changer. I I love it love smoking stuff.
0: Yeah, I feel like my dad has one or had one at one point. I'm not sure if he still does, but um you know, and I'm not even like a big grill master either. Like I could I could be better about that, but
1: that's the thing though. You can you get a decent smoker, couple hundred bucks. Like it's a bit of an investment, but you want to get a decent one. Yeah. Um and then you can just buy pre pre-made rubs. Mm-hmm. You can totally cheat, and people will think you're a fucking master chef. Um, but pre do you get to rub, wear the
0: hat? Do you get to just walk around with the chef's hat all the time?
1: Yeah, and the apron that says yeah. kiss the chef, yeah. but the lips are above your crotch.
0: <laughs> Perfect, dude. <laughs> Sign me up. I'm in. Uh,
1: but, uh, <laughs> that's how I started, honestly, was I just I got a smoker for my birthday, and then I experimented with rubs, and then I started reading recipes, and you can get really technical and, and, uh, I don't know, creative with it. Mm -hmm. Or you can just go to your grocery store and it will say, this is a great pork rub. All right, just slather the shit out of that on your pork butt. Yeah. Put it in the smoker. You can leave it. Um, If you A good habit to be in is to spray it with apple cider vinegar and Mm -hmm. olive oil mix every 45 minutes. And that, again, will help break down the tissue and and add moisture to it. Mm. And then a thermometer. I got an $8 thermometer from um amazon and uh just you cook it to the right temperature it is hard to gauge how long something will smoke like it will take to smoke and if you're trying to get it medium sometimes you're eating you know 45 minutes or an hour early or sometimes you're everything's almost done and you're like oh fuck i need another half an hour right uh so you have to be pretty relaxed in that sense but yeah. it's so good. And anything I've made in there, people, even when I'm lazy and I just use a pre-made rub, mm-hmm. um, which is not what I do all the times to my friends that eat when I smoke. <laughs> it's not always pre-made rubs. Um, but they're always saying, oh, this is incredible. I can't believe, like, how did you do this? This is the best I've ever had. I'm like, honestly, man, I just fucking rub and I just cook it to the right temperature.
0: <laughs> Meat thermometer and some rubs. That's what I Yeah,
1: that's and getting your meat to room temperature before you put it in the smoker is really helpful as well.
0: I feel like there are a lot of euphemisms that could be happening right now.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> the smoker. Wait, is
0: that what we're calling it? Nowadays? Wait,
1: we're, we're not talking about sex.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, see, we, Oh, um, yeah. I, and that's one thing I'm really bad about too. You'd mentioned running out of time is I, I have. I'm really bad at gauging how long things are going to take to cook. Mm. So that's
1: an art form. <laughs> Getting everything to be hot and ready at the exact same time, oh,
0: dude. I don't. I can't do it. Like I end up have like for the veggies. I had to toss them back in the microwave to give them a little zap because I, because they were just sort of warm by the time mm-hmm. that everything else was ready. So.
1: Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Mm. Welcome it's I'm sure Steph loved that she came home to a nice dinner. Yeah. And that you put effort into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's all about, man. Uh, what a what a way- husband. Yeah, you know, I do what I can. Um by the way, everybody, welcome to uh cooking with uh Cooking with Jumbled. Cooking with Jumbled. We'll have to we'll have to do like a uh you'll have to record some sort of uh can, oh, can you please do like a video where it's just you and the hat and the apron and nothing else? And then you could, and then oh, we'll put totally it up will. on YouTube. Oh, dude. So
1: I'm, uh, so we're doing Friendsgiving um, in October. Yeah. Um, the week at the week after Canadian, it's the week after Canadian Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, and, uh, I'm busting out the smoker, which reminds me, I need to prep something. Cause I want to do like a 30 day cure of something. Mm. Um, but uh I'll try and do something then
0: you should just you know, it's gonna be cold
1: because it'll probably be fucking snow yeah but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try and get something to work for you if nothing
0: else just a picture you know just get a picture yeah. and we'll slap it up on just, Instagram or whatever
1: just me opening up the smoker door and just smoke just bellowing out and me turn around oh hello I didn't see you there <laughs> it's just my butt cheeks
0: yeah I love it dude that's such a good idea. All uh, right,
1: I I'll mix. I'm gonna. This has to happen now. All right. But now you're reminding me. I need to go and get meat. Ah, oh, dang, dude. Gotta I be- need the meat. <laughs> dude, I saw on Facebook this crazy thing, where it was a steak. Well, they got basically a beef loin, and he and he coated it in two and a half inches of butter, salted the meat. Completely covered this thing in butter and then let it cure for um thirty days or something. Yeah. And then took it out and just sliced probably inch, inch and a half thick pieces, all of the butter, and just put that slab plus all of the butter just in a pan and cook it and it looked so fucking good. Dang. I, I- wanna do I wanna do like a long a long term cure. I'm gonna I'm gonna sort that out this weekend actually. That's gonna be my mission. There you
0: go, man. Is I'm gonna get something curing, ooh, baby. <laughs> um, so you'd mentioned that you wanted to uh, discuss a couple different things. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'll yeah, let you. Yeah. I'll let you pick whichever one you want to dive into first.
1: Well, let's go into the short one, even though it's a little bit delayed. Um, so I did. While well, I tried to watch the fight, um, the Logan Paul fight and KSI, 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 KSI yeah, KSI, uh. And for guys who run everything on social media, I was surprised at how hard it was to find that fight on YouTube. But yeah. then I assumed they probably did. It was a pay-per-view thing or something. It wasn't was. It, it was. It yeah, was, that's why. Yeah. So I did see a couple highlight videos and I have to say I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. And that those those guys actually took time to learn how to box. Yeah, and that it wasn't. I was expecting just two nerdy YouTubers flailing around, but but I guess too, if you're Logan Paul and you're making whatever it is a million dollars a month making garbage YouTube videos, right? Um, God bless your soul, Logan Paul. Um, <laughs> you can take the time to get you know to invest into training into boxing. Um, so I have to say, based on the highlights, which is not very accurate, uh-huh. I would have I would have thought that. Logan Paul definitely won the early rounds, mm-hmm. but I think he gassed, mm-hmm. um, and KSI turned it on. So I'm not upset about the draw. Um, I did watch an interesting thing breaking down the idea of the event and that it was all just a a uh, uh, shtick to uh, get Logan Paul's brother more viewers. So I they, mean,
0: it could have been that, for sure.
1: So they broke down... It was basically who had the most to gain and lose between that ordeal. Yeah. Um so they broke they broke down the data of viewers who converted from KSI to Logan Paul and back and forth and new viewers and whatever um based and then based on the amount of like video content that they released leading up to the fight to promote it. Yeah. And basically Logan Paul's brother did the least amount of work promoting it and had the most significant gains from both sides wow. on a social media platform. That's yeah. Wild. And that it was kind of net zero for like Logan Paul and KSI both had some gains from sure. it, but it wasn't huge. And they did the most work at promoting it, which feels, you know, whatever kind of funny. Um, so that, that was the conspiracy that it was all just a ploy to, to boost uh what's his face, baby Paul's, uh,
0: yeah, I, Social media. I, I would believe it. I I don't put anything past Logan Paul anymore, um, you know. And to be truthful, I've never watched anything that KSI made for YouTube. Have no idea what kind of content he makes. Um, I know he's got millions and millions of subscribers, but I've yet to watch a single video. I can't stand watching the Logan Paul stuff because he fe- it feels like he's screaming all the time. And... It's
1: the same thing. Like, I've tried to do some research and figure out what is this guy. And I will admit that a couple of his videos made me chuckle, but it's basically an activity and then him snapping his head up and looking really surprised and screaming. That's all Yeah. That's that's just what I get from it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if that's right or not, but
0: yeah, he's appealing to a certain audience for sure. I mean, he's... Yeah, it's that hyperactive
1: 12 to 16-year-old girl who Sees this surfery blonde dude with a six pack and yeah. want to obsess about him, right? And again, I don't like. I don't think he's. I don't. I don't know if I want to say I don't think he's creative, but I will give him props for creating a business plan and capitalizing on a market. Oh and sure. At, from a business perspective, fucking rice right, man, good on you. I would sell out and make that happen. Yeah. If I could.
0: Oh, he's yeah, he's crushing for sure from a business standpoint. I do feel like. There's probably a little bit of, um, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel personally myself if I were just.
1: For a million dollars a month, Zach, tell me what you wouldn't do for We had a whole bit about <laughs> what you would do for 50 bucks. Imagine a million dollars a month.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess that's, it, it's a different thing, right? It, it I would, would probably...
1: do horrible things to good people for a million dollars a month. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> A million a month, man. Yeah, I guess that. I mean, that's... Everybody's got to have their limits, though, right? You know, like...
1: Yeah, but acting stupid on YouTube and making sure you keep a sweet six-pack and just looking goofy, like, surprise goofy with surfer hair... Yeah. It's not a a hard shtick, you know? And then making couple minute videos here and there and sometimes you fucks him up but even when he fucks him up he still comes out ahead so whatever
0: yeah i i don't like i haven't liked logan paul for a while though even before his youtube stuff started taking off because he was a big viner yeah
1: he started he was like led the way on vine yeah
0: and there was i don't know if if you've heard anything about any of it but there was this early on in vine like these two people's like got together whatever it's like jesse smiles and i can't remember the dude's name it doesn't matter he's a piece of shit but anyway apparently uh apparently a date raped her or whatever and uh that's crazy yeah and then but logan paul was on the side of the dude saying that she was lying and stuff and i just don't like him as a person in general he's sort of a garbage human being but um but you know, he he's he's killing it with the uh with the YouTube game. So I can't really hate on him from a business perspective, but he's 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 just a garbage guy. Not my cup, yeah. not my cup of tea.
1: I agree. But whatever. Um so that was my super late uh, fight analysis of looking at highlights. Yeah. Um, I promise you guys the McGregor Khabib fight will be a lot more in depth. Yeah. Um, I I talked to Jerry about it. We're actually going to take notes. When we watch it, oh,
0: that's awesome!
1: Uh, so we're gonna get real nerdy in this, or
0: we'll get them in here. To we'll talk get
1: really it. into the fight and then just forget about what we're doing. Yeah. Um, huh. So the other thing on staying on the line of combat, uh, I wanted to get your take on the Eminem versus MGK um, rap battles diss tracks that's going on right now.
0: Uh, it's it's hands down uh, Eminem just completely annihilated.
1: Just. Yeah, everyone keeps saying that and, and maybe so um Killshot was pretty fucking good. Yeah. And and I've probably invested more time into listening to Killshot and Rap Devil than I probably should have or would like to admit. Mm-hmm. Um so I will I will I will start this conversation by saying I knew the name MGK. Yeah. I did not know what he looked like and I did not really well I guess I kind of knew what he looked like but I did not really know who he was right. and I had never listened to any of his music before. No, oh, me and either. Yeah. So in in that sense he's winning. Um, obviously I knew who Eminem was and, and I love him dearly. Yeah. Um, so I was in some kind of weird YouTube rabbit hole the other day and then I started seeing reaction videos to the diss tracks and mm-hmm. then the tracks themselves and then people analyzing I was like okay what the fuck is going on here. Um, and then I watched really lame interviews about how Eminem got into it and the history and, and whatnot. I actually think rap devil is a better song. I don't think the disses were be- as good.
0: Yeah. It's a better song. I mean, if you're look if you're going for a, a catchy song that you could play mm-hmm. somewhere, then definitely rap, uh, rap devil is, is the song for you. But that's the thing that, that really caught me about, um, that caught me about Eminem's track because it's, it's just what three and a half four minutes long of just
1: a simple beat and
0: just a diss. There's no hook. It's just like,
1: yeah, he just goes. He just goes. Um, which yeah, I, I I give MGK credit for taking on Eminem, but it's the same thing though. And I don't know. Maybe I'm hanging out with Jared too much. I'm becoming super um, um, paranoid not the jers paranoid just saying in general right uh, aware of, of conspiracies that like this was just a publicity move i think for mgk because I, I would be interested in seeing the analytics on his downloads and his his touch points i guess um since this has come forward he's got me as a listener i was listening to his shit today on spotify yeah. i am totally sucked in <laughs> i think he's pretty i think he's good I think I enjoy his music for the most part, honestly. Yeah, I wouldn't say I like every one of his songs, but I also don't like every song from Eminem. No. Um, so I'm excited. I hope this rival goes. It's cool that that M's making some new music, and I I love when people bring out him being um visceral and just tearing through people. Yeah. That's him at that's that's him that's 8 Mile Eminem right like yeah. that that's oh, yeah. just makes me so happy in his creativity and I just think it really pushes him he can write catchy songs there's no doubt about it right. but when he give that man a purpose and it's pretty funny what he comes up with
0: Yeah and it's just uh it's really amazing how he can string together all of these verses out of nowhere I mean you got to think like he probably didn't put too much time into making that diss track. Honestly. I mean, if you're Eminem and you're, and it's like, it's like if you're, if you're a great Dane and a Chihuahua comes nipping at your heels, you're not, mm-hmm. you're not going to care. You know, you're, you're big, you know, you, yeah. you know, he didn't have to address it and it took him a little bit to address it, but I'm, I'm sure he probably just, Busted it out in a night or something. You know what I'm saying.
1: It's like, well, it's probably one of those things that it's the shark concerning himself with the minnow, right? That you know he probably put some time towards it, but it's probably one of those things that he he you know planned on doing when he didn't um, have a million other things going on. It was kind of a filler right. activity for him. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's it's interesting. I I think the general consensus is that Killshot just crushed the shit out of mgk and and mm-hmm. i'd probably agree i'm i'll probably go listen to it after this episode and just yeah. give him another jive to see but i would agree the disses on on m's track were better but yeah rap devil is pretty creative and it has it's, a good hook
0: it's not bad it's not bad at all um there's a, a it's sort of like i like to equate and it's a weird it's a weird equation but i like to equate uh eminem to somebody like uh lyrically like bo burnham where the mm-hmm. the there's so much depth to what you're oh, listening man. to that you have to listen to it about 14 times to get all of the little intricacies so, yeah there's just so much to it so i
1: really miss original bo burnham i know his first album Um, and the videos that he made were so fucking good.
0: Have you seen, have you seen his, his most recent stand up on Netflix though? No, is it good? Oh dude, it's, it's his best. I mean, it it was like the one that he, he said is going to be his last one. I hope that he has a change of heart. He's been doing a lot of like, uh, directing and, and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's amazing. It's, it's one of the best, uh, best hours that i've seen
1: that, really yeah. all right well maybe i'll i'll make my stake and then i'll watch that tonight
0: i'll have to see oh, what what is that called uh i'll have to i mean you'll be able to find it i can't yeah i'll find it no problem make happy that's, that's what it's called make
1: happy okay yeah. it's kind of a cool story i like i like how he progressed i mean he kind of did some cool things when he was a super geeky nerdy kid on youtube right. and then made this career but it didn't seem to break him that he talked about mental health and the challenges with that yeah performing all the time and that he's found other ways to be creative yeah you know and if he, i just feel i don't know much about him so i'm I'm really just scratching the surface of this but my perception as him is that he didn't lose himself in everything that that took place
0: absolutely yeah
1: so and I I think that's cool, you know. Yeah. he seems like a pretty chill dude.
0: I mean, there's he's doing so well in stand up that if he went on to just pump out four or five more, you know, hours or whatever, mm-hmm. just like everybody else, he would do just fine. He'd continue to sell out on tours. He can conti- yeah. he'd he'd continue to make incredible content, but I th- I think there's something to it where he sees more in himself for different outlets that mm-hmm. he that he wants to pursue, and I think that's admirable that he's willing to leave something that is going so well for him to, to pursue something that is sort of unknown.
1: Yeah, to keep pushing himself.
0: Yeah, I can
1: so. uh, I can respect that. But yeah,
0: make so. make happy, dude. Listen to it; it's uh, it's amazing. There's I'm not gonna ruin it for you, but there's this whole. Um, just the end of the of the hour he really saves all of his all of his ammunition for the last song so um you'll know you'll know when you see it but the the other thing about Bo Burnham is it's all so scripted like the entire hour like some comedians will riff you know they'll have their jokes they want to dive into and Mm then maybe do a little bit of crowd play or something like that and but Bo Burnham is like down to a T because he's got a guy sitting in a light booth who's doing like little que- light cues, and it has to be exact
1: on on time.
0: Yeah, so every show you're getting from Bo Burnham is probably the same as any other show. Uh, it's just, Interesting. It's just whether or not the audience is with enjoying him. it as much. Yeah. yeah. So, um, hmm. so yeah, dude, you're gonna enjoy it. I uh, I actually might watch that again too.
1: Well, let's, let's wrap this bad boy up. We're pretty close to the hour. Cool. And uh, I will give that a, a looky-loo. All
0: right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Johnny, is good to see you, bud. And, uh, you too. looking forward to next week already, man. Uh, if you guys want to check us out on all social media, we're uh, at Jumbled Podcast. Just look look us up. If you want to send uh, emails, that would be jumbledpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or johnny.jumbled at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, um, and, uh, a yet to be created email address that I might, I thought, I thought it'd be pretty cool to create like a, a Zach dot jumbled at Gmail. And then we could have listeners send us like questions Ooh. that we can both see in, Ask in each the other? email, see in the email. Well, I don't, but I don't I check the see, jumbled. So, well, that's, oh, okay. Well, if you're not checking so, the jumbled, then just send it to the jumbled and I'll, I'll yeah. look at it. Um, yeah. But I mm. thought that'd be sorta of cool for our listeners to reach out that way and, and have and just get our our takes without both of us seeing it, you know.
1: I sense a really interesting uh Twilight parody of team uh team Zach, Team Johnny.
0: <laughs> uh which one am I? Am I Edward or am I the other dude, the werewolf guy? Uh don't I make me Edward. Per- don't make me Edward.
1: I personally see myself as as the werewolf dude. Okay. Maybe we can uh, both be the Jacob, werewolf, yeah. Jacob, maybe, right?
0: Maybe yeah, maybe we can both be like like all alternative Jacobs, because I don't want to be I don't want to be a sparkly vampire. I don't believe in it.
1: He's like, not a vampire, he is an ice fairy. I that <laughs> and I know I think I've gone on this rant, so I love, love, love anything that has to do with vampires or yeah. werewolves. And when you put them together, it makes me real happy. Yeah. Um fun fact uh alleys like our our bridal party actually walked down the aisle to the wedding song from from uh twilight oh really yeah a little little nerdy see if anyone caught it a few people did and, and got a good chuckle that's fine um, and i just i like twilight i enjoyed it i would i watch him strangely regularly <laughs> But it still pisses me off that they call them vampires and they can go in the sun and they're just, they are literally just ice fairies.
0: Yeah. No, I'm team Blade. Give me Blade. I want a (laughs) a vampire that kills other vampires. That's what I want. All right.
1: Oh, man. Blade was so good and so so bad and then so good.
0: I heard they're going to be redoing Blade or something like that. Maybe Ooh,
1: with like Donald Glover.
0: <laughs> I think it was like Jamie Foxx or something like No, it wasn't Jamie. Oh, that was uh, Jamie Foxx is too Spawn. old. He's doing Spawn. Jamie Foxx He's Fox doing is... Spawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which should be pretty awesome, but I'm getting off topic.
1: <laughs> That's true. We went into a whole different. Let's hold these notes for yeah. uh next week's episode. There we go.
0: I'll try to remember. Um and where was I? Oh, you're listening to us somewhere. Keep listening there or you can head over to anywhere else that we're uh, hosted uh, unfortunately SoundCloud recently got the axe because um, they're just not we can't upload there anymore so I actually might remove all content and just make like a little recording that says hey we're over here uh, and put it up on SoundCloud so if you're listening and you somehow found us from SoundCloud um, keep listening to where you're at Google Play Music iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Player.fm uh, did I say Spotify? Anyway, we're we're all over the place. Head over to iTunes, give us a rating and review. Uh, five stars, please. And thank you. And if you want to, please head over to our sponsor's website. That would be audibletrial.com slash jumbled. And uh, check out all the stuff they got. And you're, you're going to find something. There's like 18 kajillion titles. You know, you're going to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then head over to patreon.com slash Jumbled and give that five hundred dollars tier so we can uh, dress up like women. Looking forward to that.
1: Ooh
0: yeah, Johnny. Have you bought your uh, your? Li- I have. Have you bought your lingerie? So many, Do you have your lingerie?
1: So many different outfits prepared, <laughs> and I have mastered the tuck.
0: Oh, there we go, dude. There we go. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast.
1: About butts made of pork. <laughs> pork we. butts. Come on, guys. Pork Get butts. your mind out of the gutter. Gross,
0: guys. Ugh. Ugh. See you later. <laughs>